Welcome to Policy Today, thoughtful discussion of current issues vital to the future prosperity of Washington State, produced by the Washington Research Council. This is Lou Moore with the Washington Research Council. I'm here today with Dr. Chris Showbloom, our Senior Economist and Research Director. And Chris and I are going to talk about business taxes. Yes, it's a, it's a pleasure to be with you today. Uh, and this is one of my favorite topics. It's, uh, it's exciting indeed. Yeah, we're going to talk about business taxes and how they relate to the business climate. And uh, to do that, we're going to take a look at two major studies that, uh, that were released in the last quarter of last year. One from an organization called COST, the Council on State Taxation, and the other one from the Tax Foundation in Washington, D.C. Chris, can you tell us, first of all, a little bit about these two organizations? So... Um um, cost is um, uh, an association that really started out of um, um, has a number of um, of corporate um, um, tax uh, experts, uh, national association of them, where they they get together and um, and discuss tax tax policy issues and also provide a lot of professional education uh, for the people who have. Uh, um, uh, who work in taxes on the corporate side. Um, uh, the, um, the Tax Foundation has been in existence for a number of years um, and based in Washington, D.C., um, and has, as it's one of its um, uh, charges, uh, providing um, uh, help to organi- state-based organizations such as ours. Okay, and uh, so both of these groups have put out studies, they're not done in the same way, but they are both interesting in that they compare all 50 states and uh, both look at taxation. So the cost study is more straightforward, isn't it, in that yes. they, they are just measuring certain types of taxes. Yeah, and, and, certain, and certain very straightforward attributes of tax systems. Um, the three things that, that they, uh, they focus on are, are uh, what well, major focus is just uh, totaling up the amount of business taxes that are paid uh, state by state um, and uh, to state and local governments um, and and then uh, put forward a couple of different measures uh, ways of of, of, um, of uh, normalizing so that you can compare across states um, sort of th- the three that the, the statistics that we Pull from the reports are uh, first the uh, share of uh, uh, the amount of business taxes um, as a share of uh, gross uh, product of the business sector. How much is the government getting in taxes? State and local governments getting in taxes um, relative to the amount that businesses are actually producing. Okay. All right. So, so the gross state product is just literally the production of business in a year. I mean, yeah. Well, gross, gross state product is more generally is it corresponds to what we know about uh, uh, gross domestic product nationally. The uh, which is the sum of of what all what is produced in the in the for the nation as a whole, and then what we're looking at are analogous uh, constructs uh, done by uh, state by state. Um, okay. Well, I see here that uh, in Washington State, uh, the the effective tax rate, which is what what the measurement is when you take the taxes and against the uh, the gross state product, has gone up. Which means that means taxes have gone up for businesses. Yeah, the taxes since the last time they took that measurement. Yeah, they and you know 
when we compare year to year, a lot of different things going on. Um, but you know, each individual business is taxed a bit differently, and so you can get um, um, changes in the composition of economic activity leading to this tax rate that's calculated going up. Um, um, so, you know, we don't have a we don't have a, a corporate in or business income tax here, where we tend to tax primarily um, uh, business purchases through the sales tax, and also uh, the revenues of business through the uh, the business and occupations tax. Uh, but uh, this mixture has changed, um, and and it's that that uh, effect, calculated effective tax rate has gone up. So what other ways does cost look at uh, business taxes? Uh, so a second way is, is by taking the total amount of business t- uh, taxes paid by businesses and dividing it by the number of employees. So they calculate a, a tax amount per employee for the, for the, the private business sector. Uh, and that one, as I recall, is a rather substantial number. Yeah, well, we're the sixth highest in the country, $7,700 in taxes per employee. Yes, uh, yes, indeed. And so then the uh, the final measure that uh, that we hear quoted uh, quite regularly by a number of folks around the state is just the, the raw percentage of state and local taxes that are paid by business. Uh, of all the taxes collected, the percentage that business is paying. And uh, we, we seem to be overachieving in that department, yeah, too. Yeah, the most recent figure shows us at 58%. And uh, I believe the previous figure was 54%. Yeah, so, so it's gone. Uh, and I think uh, the national average is 45 percent. Yes. You know, we, we um, rely relatively heavily on, on taxes on business in floating the state and local government enterprise in the state. Uh, it, it's funny because you, you'll, uh, folks who haven't looked at the numbers just assume that, uh, that Washington is a low-tax state for business, but, but it's not. No, it doesn't appear to be. Uh, We're actually a a low state tax for individuals. Mm -hmm. So um, one of the other calculations that, uh, well, a series of calculations that cost makes it was interesting to me was trying to establish how much business benefits from paying taxes. Yes. um, uh, This um, um, idea comes from, uh, if you're going back uh, 25 years or so, an economist, Bill Oakland, who kind of wrote an essay on on you know what why should we tax business or what's the theory and and Oakland's um, um, uh, kind of the answer he came up with is that you know the standard kinds of reasons for taxing or justification of taxing we apply for individuals you know sort of the sort of fairness you know we want to tax the those with high ability to t- pay more than we uh, tax low ability to pay doesn't really hold for um, for business that when you look at businesses, um, the taxes that are levied on businesses tend to get shifted all around. Some go forward to customers, some go back to owners, some go back to the people who work for the business. So the distributional um, uh, impact on ultimately on people of business taxation is really unclear. And the, you know, the economists who, academics who study this, you know, don't really agree on how all these things get shifted around. Uh, in face of that, Oakland uh, said that, you know, the, perhaps the, the best uh, measure of how 
business taxes should be apportioned across businesses uh, is the is has a the benefit pr- principle and you know how much government services are businesses enjoying and how should it be divided against them and 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 he said that that now to uh, led to look at the idea that we really ought to take a look at uh, the provision of government services and trace back how much of those services actually are for the benefit of business. Uh, the um, uh, several um, researchers at the Federal Reserve Bank of Chicago picked this up and actually did a set of calculations in the late 90s, I believe, um, which uh, state by state looking at business taxes and also state spending, state and local government spending, and figuring out um, what is the the how how state by state does this um, the balance between um, um, services received by business and taxes paid by business um, uh, uh, parcel out and and and, and the uh, the uh, the accountant accounting firm who does this work for cost has picked up the uh, the methodology from the the Federal Reserve and now is is reproducing every year that kind of a, a comparison uh, benefits and co- benefits of services and cost of taxes uh, to business state by state. Sure. Well, um, using that uh, methodology, uh, the calculation has been made that uh, Washington businesses pay four dollars and sixty four cents for every dollar of benefit uh, that they receive. From state and local government, which is the tenth worst uh, score in that area in the country. So, this is not an easy thing to do, obviously, to impute benefits to businesses. And one of the areas where there is some difficulty is in the area of education funding. Can you talk about that for a second? Yes. So, so it's um, uh, you know, if we look at state and local governments, um, uh, one of the largest activities they engage in is education, um, and and so. Um, the question is, when you're going through this um, Oakland-style um, 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 uh, exercise of calculation, how do you treat education? Uh, clearly, the um, um, you know uh, businesses employ uh, uh, people with education, um, and and that education certainly adds value to the production process. Um, the question is to what extent that we should we should treat the businesses as actually benefiting from that education. And, 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 so, and the argument, um, uh, interesting argument, kind of boils down to, to this. Um, when a, a business hires somebody with a college degree, they, that, they pay a wage premium for that degree. So in many ways, they, they, they could argue that they're paying for that education uh, in the wages they pay to the educated person, that the, the person who's actually benefiting from the education um, uh, spending is, the, is the, the former student who's getting a big wage premium out there in the market, not, the, not necessarily the business directly. Sure. Um, but but there are also arguments that say that there's that that uh, not all of the education the the value of the education is captured by the worker in terms of the a wage premium. Some of it uh, does accrue to businesses, and and so cost does a, a range of estimates here. Uh, at one extreme, assuming that that fifty percent of the the value of the education um, accrues to the. Uh, uh, to the business, and at the other extreme, that all of the value of education accrues to the worker. 
Mm-hmm. Sure. Well, uh, uh, using the calculation of 50%, uh, educa- uh, taking 50% of education costs as a value, uh, that lowers this ratio all across the United States, of course, when you do that. But uh, we're able to still, at this point, be the fifth worst in terms of value to Washington businesses at a ratio of 1.8 to 1. So yes. it's still uh, it's still out of balance in that regard, uh, looking at that analysis. So... Um, cost, uh, takes some of these direct measures and just compares the 50 states, the Tax Foundation does things a little bit differently with their ta- survey. Can you talk about that? Yeah, they're, they're much more structural. Um, we're uh, worrying less about the total amount of taxes um, being, the, um, uh, being raised from business and, and more on the details of the uh, of the tax system through which this money is raised, um, they have a very complicated set of. Uh, of um, uh, you, you remind me of the number. It's one hundred and four. One hundred and fourteen. One hundred and fourteen different a- aspects of the mm-hmm. of the tax code that they take into account in determining their uh, um, um, uh, their rankings. Um, you know, it's very. It's yeah. We don't have anywhere nearly enough time to really talk about the details of this, but, but let me just to give you an example. Um, first, cost treats the individual income tax as uh, a business tax to the extent that um, businesses, business income is taxed through individual uh, tax returns. It's not, I'm not talking about dividends or interest payments, but, but businesses which are organized as partnerships or um, limited liability companies or S corporations where there's no federal income tax imposed on the business itself, but rather the, the income of the business, the profits of the business are passed through in tax on individual tax returns. Um, so when they look at the individual taxes, um, uh, they, there are a whole bunch of things they take into account. They, they take into account whether there's a marriage penalty uh, so that uh, is it the case that a married couple pay more taxes than the the, um, the 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 two partners in the marriage would pay if they were taxed individually? Um, whether there's double taxation of capital income, um, which would be a negative. Uh, they they think it's uh, it's good if the uh, to the extent that the um, uh, individual income tax. Uh, uses federal income as a state tax base because it's administratively simple. Um, they look at uh, at tax brackets. You know, they want they they look at the highest uh, uh, marginal tax rate in the state on the individuals, and also the income level at which that kicks in, um, the number of brackets uh, and their average width. A whole bunch of details of the of each of the individual of the taxes they look at. Um, in uh, in deciding how to rank a state, it's uh, yeah, and uh, the, the way they weight these these factors and in the, the the various tax categories that all of these factors fit into: individual income tax, sales tax, corporate tax, property tax, and unemployment insurance tax, being the five categories that these indicators fit into. They weight their results to where. Over 50% of the weight is individual income tax or corporate tax, corporate income tax. And, of course, our state has neither. 
but we get the 12 best ranking uh, from this organization, even after all the bad news it costs is given the business community of our state as far as how much they have to pay. So can you talk about that a little bit? Yes. Um, so actually, one of the interesting things is that they, although we have no personal income tax, um, the, um, the tax foundation uh, does... Uh, uh, does, does does say as they in their rankings, they include the B and O tax um, um, in the corporate income tax category, uh, and also in the personal income tax category to the extent that um, that corporate corporate you know corporate business and non corporate businesses are being taxed by the B and O tax. Now we, from their point of view, the uh, the um, um, the B and O tax is a relatively uh, gentle personal income tax, and and from the point of view of the um, the corporate income tax, the uh, corporate income, the B and O tax is sort of a middle of the road um, um, uh, corporate income tax as it feeds into the rankings. Um, but it is the case that you know because of because of um, 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 uh, that that we, tr- we they treat us pretty well in those two categories, which, are, as you say, are over half of the rankings, mm-hmm. and, and which and this really determines why we look so good. Uh, yeah, so we're uh, we come out twenty eighth in twenty uh, eighth uh, best in uh, the corporate tax uh, rating, which, uh, as you've just mentioned, is kind of extrapolated from from a portion of the B&O tax that corporations pay, uh, but we come out sixth in term of, terms of individual income tax, which, again, is taken from the B&O because we don't have an income tax, yeah. but that's weighted at a third of yeah. the total score And, and the right five there. who are ahead of us in that category have absolutely no um, personal income tax. Right, uh, right. Yeah, and then uh, we don't do so well in sales tax. We're 45th, so uh, we have a we have a high sales tax, but we don't do that bad uh, with our property tax, 23rd and uh, 24th in terms of unemployment tax rates. So that's where we, I guess that's how we get to 12th, which isn't yes. all that bad. So uh, according to them, not having an income tax is a huge, uh, huge plus for Washington State in terms of business climate. Not all agree with that. So uh, finally, Chris, uh, just want to explore with you for a minute this whole notion that the level of business taxation is is a very good surrogate for uh, evaluating the uh, business climate in the state. Can you talk about that for a minute? Not everyone agrees with that, but obviously uh, the folks at Tax Foundation do. Yes, I, you know, it's, it's, I think it's, it's pretty clear that, uh, that income taxes uh, – excuse me, taxes matter. Uh, it, uh, as a as a portion of the as a um, um, uh, as a determinant of the um, of the business climate in the state, uh, but they're of course not the only thing that matters. Um, you know the climate climate matters. You know, California can you know does pretty well just because it's a sunny place to live, uh, and that and that that covers up a whole bunch of faults. Um, regulatory climate is another very, uh, very important determinant of the business climate of a state. That's actually one that's much even harder to quantify than the um, than the tax climate is. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, and you know the, the quality of your workforce is also a very important uh, determinant of the climate. 
Sure. Um, but but in many ways, the, um, the the tax system is one of the easiest things for uh, um, uh, policymakers to influence. You can't do much about the sun, whether the sun's going to shine or not. Um, um, and, and, you know, in the short run, you can't do a lot about the education level of your workforce. You, the workforce you, you have today is what you're going to, you know, pretty much determines what the workforce is going to look, for, look like over the next three, five years. Uh, but taxes are something that are directly under, under, um, under control. Sure. Yeah, that takes money right off the bottom line. So yes. Well, th- this is interesting. We'll have to see where Washington goes in the next year. But comparatively speaking, businesses pay a lot of taxes in Washington State. They they, they, they bear the brunt of the uh, yes. uh, of the tax burden in this state, which I think is news to some folks who hear that businesses are constantly avoiding taxes and not paying their fair share. But uh, the sati- statistics seem to indicate otherwise. And uh, we'll see what happens next. This is Lou Moore with the Washington Research Council here today with Dr. Chris Showbloom. And thank you so much for joining us. Policy Today is a production of the Washington Research Council, dedicated to providing timely, credible research and policy analysis supporting economic vitality and private sector job creation. For more information, go to researchcouncil.org.